Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncie Mavasser and broadcasting live from Schlerko Studios in Muncie, New York. Number 1 On Shabbos, May 6th, King Charles III of the Kingdom of Great Britain was finally crowned. This comes after his mother, Queen Elizabeth II, passed away this past September at the age of 96 years old, after serving as the kingdom's longest-serving monarch. Vested in royal garments, the king was crowned in a service held at Westminster Abbey, making it the 40th coronation ceremony there since 1066. I here present unto you King Charles, your undoubted king. Wherefore, all you who are come this day to do your homage and service, are you willing to do the same? Will you solemnly promise and swear to govern the peoples of the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, your other realms and the territories to any of them belonging or pertaining, according to their respective laws and customs? I solemnly promise so to do. King Charles's coronation ceremony was noticeably less lavish than previous coronations in keeping with the new monarch's attitude towards the institution in general, costing significantly less than his mother's coronation 70 years ago. King Charles hails himself as a modern monarch with the sensitivity to the plight of everyday Brits. That is why the event was cut down from three hours to just one, with only 2,000 guests in attendance as opposed to the 8,250 dignitaries at the last coronation ceremony. The United Kingdom is the only country in Europe to hold the lavish coronation ceremony for their monarchs. Other countries, such as France, have abolished the monarchy altogether, or opted for a more simple affair, like Norway, or have never had coronations, such as the Netherlands. Number 2 A letter from a group of 43 U.S. Senate Republicans, including Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, stated their opposition to a vote on a bill increasing the U.S. debt limit without, quote, substantive spending and budget reforms included in the package. The letter, dated May 6 to Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, revealed that almost every Republican in the chamber would support the opposition, raising the stakes for President Joe Biden and Democrats who control the chamber. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell remarked, Divided government is not unusual in this country. We've had divided government more often than not since World War II. When the American people elect divided government, they're saying, you guys need to get together and figure out how to solve the big problems. So regardless of whether the House passes this measure or doesn't, I want to disabuse any of you of the notion that there's any measure clearing the Senate with 60 votes that could be approved by this House is essentially zero. This agreement must be reached because we must never default, and the agreement needs to be reached between the Speaker and the President. The federal government continues to spend more than it takes in, a dangerous fiscal path that is not sustainable. Just last year, the country's debt-to-GDP ratio was 97%, and that number is rising. The ballooning federal debt is a serious threat to the economy. Number 3 The migrant crisis in New York City has become so overwhelming that Mayor Eric Adams has decided to expand his sanctuary city to the north. However, 
officials in Rockland County are determined to block his efforts. County Executive Ed Day has declared a state of emergency in Rockland County in response to the news that hundreds of asylum seekers will be arriving as soon as Sunday, May 7th, stating that he will use every power at his disposal to prevent it. I will fight tooth and nail with every potential power I can muster up to stop this for the people of Rockland County. I don't even know who these folks are. And you know something? Mr. Mayor Adams was the one who declared himself a sanctuary city. Well, we never declared ourselves a sanctuary county because, frankly, I'm a little smarter than Eric is because I knew what, did, what was happening here. We just can't handle it. They expressed concern that they do not know the identities of the asylum seekers and that the county is ill-equipped to handle the influx. The city says they have made a deal with Armani Inn & Suites in Orangeburg to house 300 adult male migrants for up to four months, but some residents fear their safety and are calling for more transparency. Mayor Adams has stated that the program will provide temporary housing, services, and connections to local communities for asylum seekers as they build a stable life in New York State. The city will be covering the cost of meals and laundry for the asylum seekers during their stay. Thanks for tuning in to the Top 3 segment live on Hako Radio and have a great day.